0: With the major intersections in place, you now create the roads that connect them together. If you need to catch up, use the file named Cityblocks_Roads_Connects. 1st start by combining the intersections into one editable poly. Select the main cross-intersection and then in the Modify panel, click the little button next to Attach. In the Attach list, select all other intersections, there should be eight of them, and then click Attach. All intersections are now part of a single editable poly object. To connect the intersections with stretches of road, you have a couple of options. You can certainly work at an editable poly level, bridging the gap between two edges. This requires adjusting face IDs, and ultimately creating the appropriate sub-materials for the connecting roads. However, this approach would require that you apply a non-ripe UVW modifier to adjust mapping coordinates on the selected roads. You start by applying a planar map from top, Z projection, and then you adjust the cluster. In this case, you can use freeform mode and scale the cluster vertically by holding Shift Alt. Not a hard task by any means, but one that requires a bit of fiddling. Once all connecting roads are created, you can convert the object back to an editable poly to make the UVs. There's also an alternate workflow to achieve the same results. You will learn about it, and then you can decide which approach works better for you. Reopen the same file without saving it, and attach the intersections the way you did before. Next, enable Snap Mode and right-click to ensure it's set to Midpoint only. Create a line that connects two intersections on the perimeter, midpoint to midpoint, starting in the bottom left corner. Now disable Start New Shape on the Creation panel. This ensures the next line you create is part of the currently selected one. In a counterclock direction, create additional line segments to go around the perimeter. You could have gone clockwise if you prefer, as long as you remain consistent, that is, all lines drawn in the same direction. Next, click Start New Shape to build a new independent spline for the inner roads. As earlier, create four new segments from the outside in. You now have two splines made of multiple segments each. To turn these into roads, you'll use the Sweep modifier. The Sweep modifier extrudes a cross-section shape along a path. You just drew two paths that you will now turn into roads. Select the inner path you just created and apply a Sweep modifier to it. In the built-in section, choose the bar shape. It's a simple rectangular shape that works fine here. Since the inner roads are 4 lane based and 14 meters wide in total, set the length and width to 14 meters as well. Note how the bar is swept from a center point. This is the default setup. You can change that by adjusting the pivot alignment presets. Try them out to get a feel for them and settle on the top center option so that the top of the bar is level with the existing intersections. You really only need the top face of the Sweep result, but we'll get to that in a moment. First, you'll adjust the material for this new stretch of roads. In the Slate Material Editor, create a new arc and design material using the Mat template. Enable Show Shaded Material in Viewport. For a diffuse map, apply the bitmap named road 2 Way .Jpeg. If you were to apply the material to the swept object at this time, you won't be able to see it in the viewport just yet. For that, you need to enable Generate Mapping Coordinates in the Sweep Parameters panel. To ensure a perfect mapping fit, you will work in real-world scale. Double-click the bitmap node in the material editor and set it to Real-World Scale. Now change the width and height to 14 meters. As these are the dimensions of this stretch of road in the real world. Finally, enable Real World Map Size in the Sweep Modifier panel. The mapping size is now correct, but running in the wrong direction. In the Bitmap Coordinates rollout, change the W angle to 90. The texture is now a perfect match. Repeat the procedure for the other path, using a ten and a half meters dimension for the sweep modifier, three lanes. Create a new material for it based on the bitmap named road one way triple Apply the material to the swept object. Set the map in real world scale of 10.5 by 10.5 meters and make sure it is set to generate mapping coordinates in real world scale. And the angle to 90 degrees. Depending how you drew the original path, the solid line divider may be in the wrong place. It should be to the outside of the city block. If it is on the inside, then simply change the W angle from 90 to minus 90 degrees. You're just about done, but before moving on to the next step, here's a glimpse why this approach using Sweep can be favored. So far, you've only dealt with straight roads, which you could have easily bridged together as seen earlier. If you had to deal with curved roads however, the approach using Sweep is far easier. As an example, select the inner swept roads again and go down the stack to an editable spline level. Enable Show End Results so you can see the effect of the Sweep modifier. Now, click Create Line to add to the existing spline and disable Snap Mode as on the keyboard. Add a new winding road by clicking and dragging away. Every new road you add is already mapped properly and the mapping follows the extrusion. If the mapping starts to distort badly around the curves, you can help it by adjusting the curve interpolation. When you're done, go to Spline and sub mode, and then select and delete any added or unwanted roads. Finally, select the main intersections and attach the swept object to them. Make sure you match Material IDs to Material to ensure none of the work you've done on materials is lost. Go into Vertex Mode and in Side View, select all vertices that are underground. Delete those vertices so you end up only with the needed faces on the ground. In Vertex Subobject Mode, select all vertices and weld them to make sure all elements are properly connected, and then exit Subobject Mode. Go into the Material Editor and select and delete All Nodes. Using Pick Material from Object, click the object in the scene. Note the newly created multi-sub-object material that now includes the two new sub-materials applied to the roads. If you want, you can minimize the Arc & Design Material nodes. To minimize multiple nodes simultaneously, first select them and then use View, Open-Close Selected Nodes. You can then rearrange the layout using the Layout All vertical button. One last thing remains, you may still need a few tweaks at the mapping coordinates level. In some areas where intermittent lines show, there may be an abrupt cut of one of the lines. It probably won't be a major issue in most cases, but you can make this correction at an unwrap UVW level if you feel you need to. With the road selected, apply an Unwrap UVW modifier. Go to Polygon mode and select the road stretch you want to adjust. Remember the F2 key that toggles shaded selection on or off. You may want to temporarily disable shaded mode in order to see how mapping is going to affect this area. Open the UV Editor and zoom back until you see the selected face. Set the Working mode to Freeform. Hold Shift to constrain the movement and drag a right corner to get rid of the partial-intermittent line. Do not overdo it as you don't want to distort the image too much. Intermittent lines need to remain consistently scaled. Repeat this procedure to any other polygon that needs tweaking. When you're done, convert the object to an editable poly again to break the UV coordinates. Save your file. In the next movie, you work on the inner, smaller two-lane roads.